really mind if it's over your head Cause the job of resurrectors is to wake up the dead So Microphone check. One, two. What is this? All right. Thank you for driving by once again for another edition of Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Shaman here, Hendo, and we're here to talk a little bit about Greg Roman and the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to touch a little bit on the press conference that happened today. I know Twitter is in a tizzy. Some things went on. Um, a lot of things being said out there. Uh, for me, it, it may not be, and I think Graven said it best, it's not the last luncheon, but it might be close. But I'm not here by myself rocking this Steelers shirt for the last day, the last day, because I lost the bet to my man, Suge Knight. So without further ado, let me bring my guest in here, Miss Yolanda B. How you doing today? Hello. Good evening. I'm doing well. How are you? Hi, everyone in the chat. Well. This is good news, right? This is what we wanted. It How are really, we feeling about it? I don't know. I mean, we we jump into this and feel like see how these people really feel about this. You know, as far as I'm concerned, if this were last year, I would have been really excited about this. But being that I've seen this replicated time and time again with John Harbaugh, I'm not really excited. Now they said a lot of good things. You know, they 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 played upon the people's ear. And they've done it before, like year after year. We'll get into it a, a little bit, but even speaking about the wide receiver situation, you know, they talk a good game. They talk a really good game, but they never really – it never comes to fruition. So we'll get to that. Um, let's see who we got here in the chat. Brandon E was up in here early. He said the thumbnail. Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of crazy because while I was watching it, and then Eric DaCosta, he stopped for a minute, and he made that face. And I was like, What's wrong with him? And then it made me think of Rick and Morty. So that's where I got the idea from. Hottest name in YouTube, Zeke Hokage. What's going on? Thank you for stopping by. It's nothing much. Listen, we're, we're in for a new offensive coordinator. Um, John Harbaugh said it is the most desirable or one of the most desirable jobs in the world for football, being the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. I doubt that. And especially when you don't know if and who your quarterback is going to be. I have my thoughts on that. I, I think, he, I think it's partially true. You think, think it's, it's true? Partial, right. Right. I think he's speaking from a standpoint of we want to secure Lamar mm -hmm. and we're going to do everything in our power to get that done. And so if we're able to pull that off and secure Lamar, who wouldn't want to be the offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson, how good would that look on your resume? But the uncertainty of him not being signed to a long-term deal yet, you cannot make that statement. You can potentially make a future statement of it could be one of the most desirable jobs in the world, but you can't say it is at this present point. 
Well, I mean, I don't know that it's uncertain because there's always franchise tag. It might not be certain right now that Lamar is going to be the face of the franchise for the next five, six, seven, eight years. Correct. But if we get a new offensive coordinator and he is able to coach the likes of a Lamar Jackson, even for one year or two, how many people are able to say that they've done that? This is factually correct, but you also have to get him to sign that franchise tag. Right. You do. It does not have to be signed. He can pull a lady on balance it out. As competitive as Lamar is, I'd be, I'd be very shocked if he sat out. Not saying he won't. Not saying he won't. I just would be very shocked because he wants to play. And especially if he rehabs sufficiently during the offseason and he comes back and he's in 100%, he's fully healthy and he's ready to go. And I, I, I couldn't imagine him not, you know, sitting out for an entire season. I mean, they, I mean, they may come to a deal before that happens. And even if they franchise tag him, they, they still have up until a certain point to sign him to a long-term deal. I think it's March 7th, if I'm not mistaken. But they have options. We don't know yet. It's just all speculation, conjecture on all of our parts. You know, right. Julian, thank you for stopping by. What's going on, Suge? That shirt is not fire, sir. Because I don't know. Listen. Suge, that is so funny that you have him wearing the shirt all week. Do you want to extend that to two weeks? Or is he just, just, that's, just that's, the that's not That's not what the bet was. Oh, I thought bets could be modified. Is that not how they work? They, I don't can know. Mo- they can be modified before the outcome of the game. They can't oh. be modified after you win. Well, I thought the winner had some type of control over that. Maybe I'm wrong. I have all the control. Anyway, should that's fun that you had him wear for a week. MDT Sports, thank you for dropping by. Mr. J, what's going on? You Listen, I know you and Brody hope that he's out of here. I know y'all want him to come down to the Carolinas, but you know what I mean? Caleb said no. Caleb said Lamar Jackson is staying at home and he's going to be right here. I hope he stays. What's going I was, on? I'm, I'm more optimistic of him staying after today's announcement than I was prior to the announcement. My man Noah Driscoll says, Henny and guest all Yolanda. To answer your question, Lamar ain't going nowhere. I like it. He's I like here to it. stay. And I hope we're on to bigger and better things. LBHT family. Yes, this is LBHT family. Indeed. Indeed. MDC Sports says, Yolanda B, Flock Nation Speaks is in the house. What's going on? If you have not already, make sure you hit my man DJ up at Flock Nation Speaks. Check out his content. Subscribe to him. Maybe we might do something this weekend if he's free because I've been trying to get him on for a minute. But, you know, I'm bad at having people come on. Mostly people have to tell me. So, you know what I'm saying? If you're part of my crew, you're down and you want to be on here, you have to let me know because I'm real bad at this. Well, what's going on? Danity's in the house. Yes. I'm surprised to see people in here anyway, you know. It was a last minute, last, last minute thing. <laughs> I like it, Danity. The, the, the time is now. I like it. Andrew, what's up, buddy? Ain't seen you in a minute. All right, let's get into this and talk about the best news that most Ravens fans could have gotten all day long. And that is your man Greg Roman. He has stepped down as the offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I know, you know, the Baltimore Ravens like to do it a little different way. They don't like to fire anyone. They like to say it's a mutual parting of ways. Um, They just couldn't come into an agreement. Uh, Harbaugh said that he and Roman have been speaking about this for a minute, and they just decided it may be best for him to move on. Now, for me, I'm not going to tell you my feelings, my true feelings on it. Cause you know, this is a family friendly show, you know, 
we, we try to keep it we try to keep it clean around here um but i was watching some uh some other people and i'm pretty sure you know who they are they said listen with greg roman leaving he is going to be unemployed for a quick minute and somebody's going to scoop him up very soon very very soon they feel mm -hmm. like he is one of the top offensive coordinators to ever grace god's green earth and everybody's going to want a limited, limited play caller who is not really even a run game guru. They said he was. They said his just stuff is just ingenious. Even John Harbaugh said on the press conference, we would like to keep some of his schemes run-wise and his past concepts because his past concepts were excellent. And these were these were John Harbaugh's words. His past concepts are excellent, and we made we, we may need to keep some of them going forward with the new offensive coordinator. Now, I mean, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I don't want you keeping somebody else's crap. I want to do my own thing. How do you feel? Um, I definitely don't think that his passing schemes are are, are excellent. <laughs> um, they are lackluster at best. Facts. Um, I I do think that he was very good at, at you know the run game, but I just didn't understand why he would abandon it so frequently, especially when it was working. It's one thing to like restructure or you know like recalibrate so to speak in mid-game if you realize that the defense is just like not allowing the run game to to be effective okay fine you, you re-strategize I'm fine with that but on the times and there's several of them to choose from on the times where we've been you know able to successfully effectuate the run game and then all of a sudden we see our primary running backs on the bench mm -hmm. is concerning so I'm not going to take away his ability to scheme up a run game. I'm not going to take that away because I do think in large parts, he, he was fairly good at that. He was very good. In fact, I would, I'm sorry. I wouldn't give him very good. We see how the run game shifted when Lamar was not in there. And if you actually look at the latter half when he wasn't, it was JK making plays. It really wasn't. I mean, I give, I give him credit. Like he has, he has some decent run concepts. I just don't right. think that he knows situationally how to use them. So for you to be a guru or genius, I think that you know how to have a counterbalance to what the defense is doing and make a way. I just feel like the, the talented players that we had made up for his misgivings, so to speak. I'm not going to say he was a guru. I, I'm not going to like What's up, put that type of title on him. Absolutely not. But do I think that he is at least, if, like, if I was going to give him a grade, what I, I think I would give him maybe like a B minus. I'd give him a B minus overall. And I'm not just looking at this past year. I'm not just saying, okay, what did you do this past year or this yeah. past season? I'm just talking about his overall tenure as a as the offensive coordinator. I'm gonna give him probably a B minus. I mean, I guess that's fair. Uh, Julian he's said, above average. I'll say can we agree that he's above average? He's a, he's he's above average for what you would expect for a, a run game only, not above average as an offensive coordinator. No. But his ability to scheme up the run game, I thought, was pretty good. Okay. I mean, I'll take that. So Julian says, who are we thinking we will get, who will get the role? A big name like Frank Wright, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, or Mike LaFleur? Or will some more uh, Michigan nepotism be in store for this team? Um, it's not going to be his brother, because his brother said today that he's returning to Michigan, even amidst uh, his little court case where they got him lying, and he's still denying it. Like, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't remember myself saying any of this stuff uh for me personally 
I hope I hope it's not James Urban. Now they said during the press conference that they were going to go internally and externally to look for an offensive coordinator. Um, no stone is going to be unturned, but we all know John Harbaugh likes to bring in guys that does not challenge his authority. He doesn't bring in guys that could possibly replace him as the head coach. So it's not going to be anybody intimidating. It's probably not going to be anybody young unless Steve Bishotti actually stepped in and was like, look, bro, something got to change. What we've been doing is not working and we need to try something else. So who do you think it may be? Well, who would you like it to be? I don't really know. Um, leave the, leave it in the com a comment in the chat. Who do you think should be like the best fit for offensive coordinator? And that's assuming that's assuming we don't make any changes on offense right now. I know I heard through the press conference that um, EDC was committed to changing the roster and the, you know like I, you know he was committed to the draft and um, free agency and trade options, et cetera. But let's just assume that we have the same offensive players that we have right now who would be best to lead that team of players. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because then if we think about change, right, we right. think about adding additional players and let's just say we bring in D hop or someone similar to him or someone similar to like a DK Metcalf, whoever's out there in free agency or will be out there in free agency. We've got to think that person is very experienced. That person is not going to just want to come in and sit alongside a, you know, like a neophyte, like we had Mike McDonald in office this past year. So that's something to consider too. But if we're sticking with the same group of um, players that we have right now, I'm not sure. Thanks. What's going on? <laughs> Be more Ravens Gunny. This shirt is giving me a rash. Like it's itchy. It's, uncom it's uncomfortable. It just it feels wrong. And after after tonight, I'm gonna I'm gonna donate it somewhere to somebody. I'm not sure if anybody here in Baltimore is actually gonna want this shirt. I may just send it to Suge, you know. He can use it to clean up his, wipe off his counters or mop his floor or something. I don't know, but yes. It's, if you got that, hit the like button. And if you did, that's okay. Hit the subscribe button. <laughs> Whatever you do, it doesn't matter. Just hit a button. Yeah. So Danny agrees. He's he's above average. Um, Noah says slightly, he's average at best. Slightly. I'm going to give him slightly above average. So he's, he's like B minus level. <laughs> Raven C and how what's going on? Listen, if you have not yet, make sure you drop over to Raven C's channel, like and subscribe. He has some very great content out there. I don't know why he doesn't want to come on the show. Like, I'm taking offense to that. I take it personal. I just feel like he's, you know, I'm not good enough for him. You know what I mean? I know I'm in the Eastern time zone and I don't got all that slick stuff that he got up in his up in his uh Ravens room, but I'm starting to take real offense to that, bro. All right, we got a donation today from Brandon Buck. Thank you very much for donating to the channel. It says, so Jiro's gone. Time to go get Cliff. He, 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 he. And if you do not know, Brandon is an Arizona Cardinals fan, and he is just so ecstatic that they got rid of Cliff Kingsbury to find out if the problem is actually Cliff or has it been Kyler Murray this whole time. Listen, he also likes the Phoenix Suns, so this man loves poverty. He loves losers. He loves teams that just aren't going to go anywhere. So he, 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 he to that, Brandon. But make sure you go over to my man's channel and check him out. Ouch. He, he is, he is, he, no, my, no, I'm just playing. Brandon's part of the LBHD community. Um, he is hilarious. 
make sure you go stop over at the buck stops here. He talks about all things football. He's got hilarious TikToks and he even dances. And if you saw his last stream, you'd have saw his Michael Jackson thriller dance. Hilarious. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Now, if you want to be awesome like Brandon Buck, there is a pin link in the comment section at the top, which, which takes you to my stream elements. If you want to donate to the channel, help it grow, do some cool things. Um, Sunday, we just had a giveaway. Big Reg one, AV one, Dave on one as well. Uh, one got a jersey, one got a magnetic floating helmet, and Dave on got some gear. Uh, I'm still waiting for the jersey to come. It should be here today or tomorrow. And I will be mailing that out. But congratulations to all the winners. But if you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you don't have to. Yeah, hey, just being here is enough for me. Enough. Um, he said maybe T Mon. Well, Coach Evans. Yeah, I mean, hey, I think Coach Evans could do a wonderful job. Cause I've listened, I've watched Coach Breakdown film. And if you don't know, make sure you go over to Sip the Tally Films, check out Coach Evans Monday nights. With us, myself, LBHT, Open Mike with OTL Mike, Christian's Joking from Deep Cover Podcast. We do a Ravens Roundtable every Monday night. And I do also believe in about 30 minutes or so, it's going to be a recap of the presser for today. So make sure you go over to Septa Tally Films. Check out all the guys. Like, subscribe. A lot of dope content creators. A lot better than me. So make sure you go over there. I know you shake your head like, don't do that. That's how I feel. Like, those are my top guys. That's how I feel. That's how Put I yourself feel. in that category, too. I don't see it, but okay. What's going on, God? Thank well, you for dropping by. I don't know that he's doing a great job on this channel. Please the- don't. I don't, like, I don't like that. But he said there's uh, no D-hop in free agency. There isn't, but we could trade for him. Brandon can tell you um, the Cardinals are looking to move on from him. Um, I think he's owed the next two years, $19 million and $14 million. I'm not sure the salary cap ramifications of it, but I don't think that they want his services any longer. They traded for Hollywood Brown, and I think that they're going forward with Hollywood as their number one. I'm not sure about that, but I, I re- saw somewhere I saw somewhere where uh, I, I read today where Hollywood Brown was, and I don't know if this is true, but Hollywood Brown was only on a one-year deal in um, Arizona. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but if it is, hey, now that Greg's out the door, Hollywood, come on back home. No, they picked up his fifth year option. So they have him again for next year. So, yeah, don't come. Don't come. I don't want him to come back here. The way that the fans trashed Hollywood Brown. That's no, no. Hollywood's one of my favorite players. But the way that the fans have trashed him. Oh, he's not a number one. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. I bet they wish they had him here this year. And that's uh, into your point. Isn't that just kind of like, and it's sad to say it's true, but isn't that just like par for the course of fandom? You know, like you can go to any fan base and their player leaves and all of a sudden they're, you know, the fans are trashing that player. Oh, he wasn't anything anyway. He didn't help. You know, he wasn't a great contributor. And then that person leaves and then you feel the sting of their absence. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you know, so, and while it's not right, it's not fair. I absolutely agree with you, but I think it happens more more often than than not. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Big Ray says, I'm more than willing to bring in Byron Leftwich. Yeah, listen, I'll take Byron Leftwich as well. Like if uh like he made the Cardinal send just like some some college football players do when they go back for their senior season, just to kind of improve on themselves. 
he went back as the OC of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He turned down, I think he turned down the Jacksonville job, if I'm not mistaken. Went back. Now he's the scapegoat for Tom Brady playing like a 45 year old quarter quarterback. And now they let him go. He's in limbo, and you know his name is now Mud. So I mean, I take Byron Leftwich. Like the things that he did down there in Tampa Bay. Hopefully he could do that here and also bring some of that talent with him. Oh, okay, Shug. I'll Shug, I'll holler at you later. I'll let you, I'll I'll let you in on something, but okay. Mark says, How old are you two film guys? Yeah, listen, some of them so I've seen some of these some of these guys uh drop some plays and scheme some things. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better than what we have. All right. It said, and Rob, thank you for stopping by. It says, hey, guys, it's me again asking if you have a PayPal option. Ah, I do have a PayPal option. Um, I don't have it available, but it is it is uh, Ravens Online on Gatekeepers for PayPal at Yahoo.com. If you wish to do that, you don't have to, but it's appreciated if you do. And it goes back into the channel. You know, we're trying to do some things here, especially for the summertime. We got something real special, really special that y'all might like. Maybe you won't. Thank you, Danity. We try. We try. You know, if it wasn't, all this is possible because of Suge. That's my mentor. That's who I look up to. That's who inspired me to actually start doing this YouTube stuff. Thank you, Danity. That's nice. Suge says, I'm so disrespectful. Who am I disrespectful? I'm the most respectful person in the group. What are you talking about? What's going on, Ferris? Thank you for showing up. All right. Hi, Ferris. So, what's going on, Raven Ron? You said you don't want Dundalk Brown? Well, for those of you that don't know, Dundalk is a place in Maryland. And he's not Dundalk Brown. He's Hollywood Brown. And if you want to compare him, compare him to Rashad Bateman. I'm sorry, Brashad Bateman. Because he can't seem to stay healthy. And he can't seem to stop dropping the ball. I don't hear you throwing any slander his way. But of course, it's always the little guys. It's always the little guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he may he may pull five hundred bubble screens, but they won a Super Bowl. It's, it's more than we can say about Greg Roman. All right, so um, let's jump into some stuff that was actually on Twitter. I don't know if you saw some of these things. Um, somebody said, "Let me just get this out here, but folks start wrongly." Discussing the Ravens search for a new OC. Lamar Jackson ran a pro style offense of college at Louisville under Bobby Petrino, that in which Lamar Jackson liked and said, Thank you. So during the press, John Harbaugh said, or it was EDC, one of them said, You know, we built this, we built this offense for Lamar. So every piece that we add, um, every move that we make is with Lamar Jackson in mind. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. Now, you had some other people out there today kind of scapegoating and stepping around it saying that you know they just they just felt like Lamar could really run this system and it was in his best interest to use his legs. Now, I've said this a thousand times. Lamar Jackson won a Heisman trophy throwing the ball. It just so happened that he also ran for 1500 yards. Not because he ran for 1500 yards, because he also ran for 1500 yards. And I think that that lack of elevation to our offense is the reason why we are in the situation we're in today. Your feelings, Yolanda? Who can elevate us? I had a question first. Who do you think can elevate us to that level? Um, well, let's see. Ben Johnson. 
He's done a really good job in Detroit, but he's staying there. Um, Eric Bieniemy, I like him. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, Andy Reid called the plays. So did a lot of Sean McVay's disciples, but they got jobs as well. It's only with the black coaches that they didn't call all the plays and where that becomes an issue. Um, I, I would even take a flyer, and I know B is going to kill me for this. I take a flyer on Ken Dorsey. He did; he's done excellent work with, I think, Cam Newton and Josh Allen. So he's he has experience dealing with a running quarterback. Okay, and on the flip side, the reverse of that, who would you not absolutely? And and you can leave it in the chat too. Who would you absolutely not want to see in the offensive coordinator position? James Urban. Right. Anyone else? Craig Verstege. Exactly. 99% of Raven fans don't know who he is. <laughs> 99% of them know who he is. And I only know who is he? And why don't you want him? He's just some quality control coach. He's been on the staff for a while. He's just, you know, for the Ravens, they like to do next in line. And, you know, I mean, they feel like the Ravens feel like people have paid their dues. So they've earned that right to get it, even if they're not qualified. Um, I just don't think they are young or innovative enough to actually be the offensive coordinator. Now, how young do we want? Do we want like Mike McDonald young? Or do we want someone who has maybe three, five years experience in an offensive coordinator position or an assistant offensive coordinator position? Heck, I'm just making stuff up. I don't know if that's a real job, but whatever. So you, you know what I mean? Do we want someone when we say young, how young, do, how young is young? <laughs> I mean, young in in essence of under 50. That's what I mean by young. I mean, young enough to have pretty much come up in a new age NFL. You know, I've, I've been blessed enough to watch football for many a year. And I've seen the recycled head coaches, the recycled offensive coordinators, the recycled head coaches go back to offensive coordinators. Um, I just need... I just need somebody who can get with the times and that's and say to John Harbaugh, listen, I know you want to run the ball, but this ain't the time for it. We need to have some kind of and not even a sophisticated passing scheme, but one just good enough to keep up with these teams. I know a lot of people love to say, oh, man, we almost beat Cincinnati and we did. And I listen, I tip my hat to the team. They played their tails off. But I don't I, I don't want to make light of that situation, but. I hate to say it like this. It was one game. It was one game. Do you think that that same thing is going to happen versus Kansas City? Do you think that that same thing is going to happen versus Buffalo? Now, I would listen. I would tip my cap to them and sing their praises up and down Liberty Road for that win to make it to the divisional round. But it was one game. So let's not get ahead of ourselves with the, oh, look what we did. We did this. We played a great game, and it's a division rival. So, the divisional games, especially when it's the third time around, anything goes because I've seen you twice. I know your tendencies. Um, my players are familiar with you and what you're doing. So I give them all credit in the world, but I just need somebody that that can match wits with a defensive coordinator. Wasn't it said in today's um, presser that Lamar is going to be given a voice in terms of who the next offensive coordinator will be? And if that's true, what does that mean? He'll be given a voice. Does that mean that they say, who would you like? He names two or three names and they say, okay, we, well, he, we heard him. He had a voice, but we went in a different direction. Or does that mean they actually 
seriously consider and or bring in someone that Lamar suggests? Um, so the way that I perceived it, now this is just me and everybody can take it the way that they want to. It, it seemed like in a way he started to be like, yeah, well, listen, when we make this decision to go to an offensive coordinator, Lamar's going to have input in it. And to me, it seemed like he kind of backtracked a little bit and was like, we're going to keep him abreast of the situation. Not that he was going to have input, but more or less that we were going to let him know what was going on. Because once again, Lamar might want somebody like a Sean McVay, like a, a younger offensive genius to come in here. And we all know if you have a Sean McVay type um, offensive coordinator in the room, once the team falters, the whispers are going to start. And John Harbaugh does not want that. So I, I think that it was just lip service. You know, they say a lot of stuff at these presses. They, you know, I've been watching these presses for years and they always say things and they say things and they say things and we get excited like, oh, bro, he told us that uh, he was going to keep Lamar. Lamar's going to have input. He was going to let us know who he wants, and then we're going to go through the search and the process of picking somebody. I don't think that, that that is at all true. I just think that they're going to be like, we're looking to go in this direction. What do you think? And when he weighs in and gives his opinion and tells them what he thinks, how far do you think that will carry? Not far. You know, it'll it'll be that it'll be that insincere hug that, oh, that's what we want. Uh, well, you know, we're taking this into consideration. You know, just uh, stay tuned. We'll let you know later on. And And I'm pretty sure that they'll hire whomever they're going to hire and kind of keep it under wraps until they get the contract situated. Because the last thing that they want to do is they don't want to tick him off. So I'm going to tell you that I'm planning to keep you involved in some things until I get that pen and paper. Now, if they get that pen and paper early, it's oh, all bets off. Yeah, absolutely. Jennifer, Jennifer Harbaugh is going to be the next offensive coordinator. She probably would be. She probably would be. <laughs> so what do you think happens first? Contract done deal or whatever with Lamar? Or offensive coordinator? Um, I think offensive coordinator first. But like I said, it may be a situation where it's kept under wraps. Like I think that they, I think they'll have a, a deal in place and it'll be contingent upon what Lamar does. So let's say right before they have to make a decision on the franchise tag, but the la like the last possible minute, that they have to actually tag him. I think that they'll make their, their decision, go and have a meet and have him sign a contract, keep it hush-hush, and then still try to iron out that deal with Lamar and then be like, oh, yeah, you know, one of the two finalists is your guy. Sign here. You, you know you know that trick. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, and Rob says they just looking for a cop out. So if it fails, they can say to Lamar like this guy, and they know he wasn't gonna say anything about it. Listen, Lamar's been a scapegoat for a little too long. Um, also, during the stream, Harbaugh and and EDC to me finally, in my opinion, took up for Lamar. You know, they said, yeah, he was really sick. You know, he was sick. Um, he was really injured. We've seen him every day at the facility. We talked to him every day. And if he was if he was actually able to play, he would have played. And I'm thinking, uh, y'all actually looking at the comments because I've heard make mention heard them make mention a few times 
that, yeah, you know, we hear what the fans want. We see what they're talking about in these spaces. Uh, uh, I'm just on Twitter because my, I'm just checking out what my daughter's doing. It's no way you can just go on Twitter just to see what your child's doing. You're going to see the chatter of everything else. And Eric DeCosta's wife lives on there. So they hear what's going on. And I think the criticism got to them about not finally sticking up for Lamar. I know they watch Coach Evans. I know they watch this channel. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. so so that you know, it, it it it's it's to me, it's it's lip service. It's just let me butter you up and, and grease that pig, so to speak, until you sign that contract. Let me show you we all in on you. Um, they also spoke about the wide receiver position, and once again, EDC kind of alluded to the fact that I'm comfortable with the room that we have. You know, once we get Duvernay back. Once Rashad Bateman's healthy, they said um, the screws are eligible to come out of his foot in like a month or so. They they feel really good, but they may address things in the draft or through free agency. Uh, but once again, it's lip service. That's a good point, uh, Mike. OTR, Mike, that was a great point. If if I'm a candidate for OC, that's the first question I'm asking. Who who's, who's going to be a quarterback? What do you mean you haven't figured it out? Well, give me a call once you do. Right. Oh, it was Instagram. Okay, well, his wife's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, he did. And it's other. Uh, listen. So the thing that really, it was two things that really ticked me off about um. Well, it didn't tick me off, but two things that really I really that stood out to me during this press conference. One was the fact that EDC was in one portion of the press conference. He said, "Hey, listen, you don't need a lot of draft picks to be successful." Hmm. Back in. Whatever year it was, we we only had four draft picks, and we right. we hit on them all. You know, it doesn't make sense to have a whole bunch of draft picks years in a row because they're all not going to make the team. So in essence, you just wasted draft picks. Then on another hand, he was like, "Ah, oh, we ain't got that many this year. I don't know what we're going to do. You know, how I'm going to survive if I don't have a bunch of at bats? How I'm going to get a hit?" So to me, that kind of stood out like you contradicting yourself, bro. Like we know you need as many draft picks as possible to um get what you need done but the most alarming thing to me and you can tell me how you feel about this um they were asking about the roquan smith deal yeah. and he said um he said yeah you know how you feel about the roquan smith deal he said yeah you know i love it it just gives us options and you know we can it gives us the option to sign lamar and have both players if we want them what do you mean if you want them? Like that? That's you know, not okay. Because that's that? kind of allowing, um, you know, the public to to have an idea or to, to get a glimpse into what he's thinking. And, you know, during a live presser, you for you to say something like that, it, it calls into question your, your, your true desire to, to sign Lamar. Right. So, because you've already signed Roquan, so that's a done deal. That's 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 already done. But now it's just a matter of if you want Lamar and what are you willing to do to get him to keep him. But it was just odd. He said it, we can keep them. He said we can keep them both if we want to. Right. I mean, I, why would that even be in question? Like, you don't you don't want Lamar? What are you trying to say? Now, throughout the whole press conference, it was all you know. We talked to. Guy. 
He's our guy. We talk to Lamar every day. Like, I just talked to him today, and we were talking about family, movies, uh, what kind of playground he wants to build at his house. Like, we just best buds. I love Lamar, and he loves me. You know, right. they just, they, they kind of put that vibe out there. Like, you know, I don't see why things would go bad. I mean, he represents himself, and there's some uncomfortable conversations. But as far as the play and the person go, this is the guy that we want. And to me, personally, if this is the guy that you honestly want, that contract would have been given out by now. Right. We've been now officially in the offseason since. No, not, not technically. The offseason hasn't started because we're still. For us, playoffs. for the Ravens, it has. For the Ravens, it has. Now, for the other remaining remaining teams who are still contending and they live to fight another day, no, their offseason hasn't, hasn't begun. However, for the Ravens, there's nothing else for them to do on that gridiron. Not until preseason next year. So since we are technically in an off-season, an early off-season, if you please, a pre-off-season, hey, we just gave you guys a bonus month, right, or three or four weeks. Take your family somewhere really nice and stay extra time out there because you got another three weeks on, you know, that we just gifted you because of the loss. So why have – I think I saw um, Coach's tweet, and it was from the other day. It was like um, – Game's over, or you know, the end of the you know the season yeah. is ended. Have you called Lamar yet? And I thought the same thing. Like, okay, that game ended at like eleven o'clock at night or whatever time. Eleven <laughs> forty-five. They should have, right after that press conference on the plane home, plane ride home, whatever they needed to do. Lamar, right. hey, and then you know, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Thanks. Thanks. All right, we've been in here 37 minutes. Nobody even supposed to be this long. So let's end on this note. Um, in your opinion, because the question was asked about trading Lamar, and EDC kind of looked dumbfounded, like, huh? You ain't supposed to you were supposed to let that question through. Who vetted this guy? Like, what's going on here? Don't put me on the spot. Do you think that there is a possibility that the Ravens are open to trading Lamar Jackson? Absolutely, they are. If they get draft picks, draft capital for him, of course. That's kind of how I see him right now as a, as a Raven. Oh, I'll let you. I see you have a super chat. <sighs> we have a tip from Suge. Thank you, Suge, for your buck. It says, Yolanda, I have video evidence that Hendo will wear the shirt for two weeks. Would you know with off top of your if I took this to court with my evidence hold order? You are awesome. Yolanda Hendo is all right. So essentially, he's I don't not saying anything. The question, um, Shug, so I don't know if I can respond. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Bring in Mr. Leftwich. But yeah, did you he, understand Shug's question? I don't. I'm not even trying to. Appreciate it. He, he's saying he has video evidence that I wore this shirt. So what he's trying, I guess, what he's trying to speculate is that he can go out here anywhere in this Twitter, Instagram. Okay. social media verse and say that I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I guess that's what he's alluding to. Oh, okay. And this is this is the proof of burden that he's using to put on me to prove that case. Proof of, you know, proof evident presumption great. I'm going to go with yeah, you you'd have a pretty strong case there if you have video evidence of him wearing the shirt. Okay. And if you had multiple multiple times of him, episodes of him wearing the shirt, not just one time because then you could say okay, it was just happenstance. But if you have like several clips of him on you know different days and so forth, and you profit that type of evidence, I can be understanding. <sighs> All right, we've been in here for 40 minutes. I think it is time to bring this episode to a close. 
Two, uh, yeah. So what's going on, Jonathan? Thank you, thank you for stopping by. He says, out of all available options at OC, I'm intrigued by Brian Johnson, Eagles QB coach. I am as well. Like, I think he would be a good fit. Look what he did with Jalen Hurts. And I know that they actually brought in some talent to help him out. But I think fundamentally, he changed a little bit. And that's and if you don't watch Philadelphia Eagles um, football, Jalen Hurts was dropping some dimes. Like, uh, yes, he had A.J. Brown, but it was some throws that he put it in between three defenders right into his bread basket. So I think that he could come help Lamar because James Urban, um, a lot of y'all, if y'all don't know, he came from the Cincinnati Bengals. And he didn't do nothing over there. And he's not doing anything over here as well. That's why Lamar went out and actually got his own QB passing game guru. As oh. well as the Eagles played this year, I'll take anybody from their squad. Facts. Oh, yes, Dan. The EDC mentioned the success of the 2018 gra- draft, but forgot to mention his own. He tried to push it off. He tried to push it off like it was his. He was like, yeah, because you know 2018 was great. We got a lot of starters out of that draft class. He failed to mention he wasn't the one pulling the trigger. What's going on, Sharon? Thank you for dropping by. Hello, hello, hello. All right, listen. Sharon, I know that you are a starch proponent of Lamar going to the 49ers. Oh, no, we got to put her in timeout. Why? Because that's what Brodney did. Brodney put on time off saying Lamar to the 49 <laughs> I just know that she, you know, she's, made a, she's made a very, you know, crystal clear. But listen, I no, want now that, Sharon, I was on the bandwagon of him going to 49ers, too. I happen to really like the 49ers, uh, as long as they're not playing the Ravens. But uh, now that Greg Roman is gone, I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to hold, I'm going to reserve comment on how I feel about it until after I see who's who, who replaces him. So... If it's someone who is identical to a Greg Roman, Lamar to the 49ers probably doesn't sound so bad after all. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here because I think I got two more streams to do. I'm not for certain of this, but I got something to do. And I know you have something to do as well. So once again, I appreciate you for dropping by and hanging out with us. Hopefully this will not be the last time that we see you. Thank you to everyone in the comment section, everyone that dropped in. If you're new here, make sure before you leave, you hit that like button, you subscribe, you share this video with your friends. Help this channel grow. I like growth. Don't we all? We do. We do. Yeah. You know, hopefully, 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 you know, I'm doing a better job than I did this time last year. I would hope so. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, things happen. But let's get on out of here. Is there anything you want to say to the people before we leave? Like you know, let's just uh, fingers crossed for a good offensive coordinator. But I'm if coach, if you're still in here, Coach Evans, if you're still here, someone nominated you earlier. I don't know if you were were here, and I just wanted to say absolutely, Coach Evans for for Ravens offensive coordinator. We we need to advance that uh, propaganda. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah. So, if but you to everyone, thank you all so much for hanging out with us and just. Uh, sharing the good news because I think the last time I was here, it was after a loss. And so we were all kind of like, just not in the best places, right. You know, at that time, but today is a little bit better. So let's at least be happy for now. Right. Until we find out who the next offensive coordinator. Thanks. Oh, before we go, cause we missed this the last time before we go. Um, give me your picks for real quick for who you think they're going to win these games first. Uh, KC Jacksonville. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Mm. Because that's Florida team. That's home. So mm. I'm going to go mm. with Jacksonville. 
go, Homer. Um, Buffalo Bills versus Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to lean toward Buffalo. Where are they playing? In Buffalo? Yes. Buffalo. New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, Ferris. San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers <laughs> versus the Dallas Cowgirls. I like the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to go with the 49ers. All right. So me, KC. I got KC, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco. San Francisco is going to mollywop the Dallas Cowgirls. Mollywop. And I see... Uh, Raven C says one more hour. We can't give you another hour because Coach Evans is about to stream. So listen, make sure y'all jump over to Sip the Tally Films. It's going to be a mini roundtable about this Ravens press conference with Coach Evans. So hopefully I will see y'all there. Everyone take care. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll, we'll see you later. See you next time. Until next time.